Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today, we're talking about my choice, origin, spirits of the past, which... Uh, you had pointed this out, Rick, before we started recording that this was not one of my better choices to which I have to, I have to admit it was not a great choice, but it was not my choice as 90% of mine are not chosen by me. So I at least have that to fall back on. Uh huh. Yeah. And we call that a convenient excuse. I didn't do it. The machine made me. (laughs) The machine made us in this case. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, goodness. Okay. So the producer for this was GDH uh, and Asashi Ashahi Broadcasting, and the studio for it was Gonzo, uh, which also was a producer of it, too. Yeah, aside from Gonzo, I don't, I don't recognize the other two. Uh, GDH, yeah. uh, they've done Rosario Vampire, uh, Black Cat, Romeo, Juliet, Last Exile. That makes so much sense as far as the animation quality goes. It was a movie and ran for about an hour and a half, maybe a little bit longer than an hour and a half. Came out in 2006. It was a original movie, so it had no source material or anything like that, which was pretty nice when they come out with something original, I think, anyways. I'm impressed by that. Yeah, no, the, the story itself did feel genuine and original, which you don't necessarily find too much of nowadays yeah however the premise of it i mean is kind of kind of there it is what it is it takes place in the future 300 years or they don't know how long in the future however how the world gets destroyed is another story entirely yeah it's a new take i like it i like the premise it was it was uh, for what it was a post-apocalyptic movie and i thought it was i thought it had potential and for the most part it was very predictable and it lived up to exactly what i was expecting which i'm not happy about but at the same time it's not a drawback yeah you know what i mean i i I get exactly what you mean uh for me as well it was honestly a little bit better than what i was expecting i was expecting a total flop it really didn't uh seem like it would be that great of a movie um the genres for it are adventure drama fantasy romance and sci-fi which about that entire mix just kind of yeah made me really kind of hesitant on watching it but after i started watching it and got just just powered through it so to speak i really wasn't that disappointed in it it was adequate for what it was but it could have been so much better yeah romance should be taken out of that because romance was not part of really any of it Uh, i would say the romance portion of it would be more chalked up to the fact that he is a stalker to the extreme but also saves her and by him (laughs) i'm saying agito and by her i'm saying tula 
the two main protagonists in this. And if you if you by any chance missed what her name was at first, um, I, I'm sure they'll tell you at least another hundred thousand times half, by screaming her name. <laughs> yeah, half the dialogue. I agree. <laughs> half the dialogue, uh, half Agito's dialogue is him just screaming out Tula. And that's it. I was like, was he saying Tula or Tula? Tula. Uh, Tula. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Like half his dialogue was just that. I mean, like <laughs> you didn't have to be that great of a voice actor. So apparently they just needed someone to just that would be willing to yell out Tula half the time for no yeah. reason whatsoever. Well, a really short overview of the story without giving too much away because we'll get into this is essentially 300 years in the future. I'm assuming 300 because you said it and it sounds it feels right. The forest took over the world and they are now living in a post-apocalyptic world where they are surviving, not thriving, but surviving in conjunction and alongside with the forest who has its own people like the druids kind of sort of. And it's really uneven balance. Tula is from the past. She was put in stasis by somebody and (laughs) she's woken up. And now she, for some reason is the key to saving or destroying the world. Not so much destroying or saving the world. It's more along the lines of she is the key to restoring the world to the way it was before or leaving how it is now. So how the forest actually came about being destroyed, destroying the earth anyways, I think is really interesting because the moon absolutely gets decimated in this too. It's because we've actually, and I think this is like a future anime that takes place in the future that also takes place in a post-apocalyptic future because one, we don't have a colony on the moon with forests in it where we're doing genetic splicing for this. We also don't have giant ring collars around our necks or wrists or anything else that can only be used by us. That is not only a killer map, but a cell phone and God knows what a key and and everything else. I don't know, man. We've got this Apple Pay thing where we only need the phone to pay for stuff. We've got a new phone that has bendable glass. All you got to do is make a really kick-ass collar with it. I mean, it's all it's, here. It, it's, well, it's, it's not you know, even bendable glass. I mean, like how that how that uh, collar is for her anyways, for Tula, is it's a hologram. And it just appears. And then it flips out and sideways. And then you have a couple holograms that are being projected there on half the ring i guess in an s form i can't even try to continue with the facade of we have the technology we can build it because no no we don't it's so weird when it when the necklace is taken off it's a key when it's not a key it's turned into a navigation device when it's not turned into a navigation device it turns into a really weird looking s that can be used as a cellular thing, which I uh, okay, got a question about that. The one time I, huh? I, I know exactly what you're going to say. She calls out. And the one time that she gets that call back, she, someone else grabs the phone. And it, since it's not Tula, she's not able to pick it up and answer it. It's like, you have like no missed calls in the future. Like there is no <laughs> call logs what? in the future. Like you can't just like pick <laughs> it up and go, Oh, I know someone was calling me. Instead, Tula's exact remark was, someone could have been trying to contact me. 
Well, well my, my question with that is obviously someone was trying to. Now, I do have two main questions. Number one was just like yours. Isn't there a call log? Isn't there a history? There's got to be a history. There's got to be something to show what just happened. Yeah. And two, who the heck is calling her? Because the only other necklaces we see are broken. And they can't be used by anyone else other than the person they're meant for. Yeah. That, like Tula even says that. She even says it can't be used by anyone else other than me because of how the the Raybons are designed or or whatever she calls them. Yeah, I was going to say, you sound like you said Raybons. I'm like, no, they're not glasses. They're necklaces. But yeah, no, it's there. there's a few different thought provoking situations that happens with certain technologies that you're like, didn't that not work a second ago? And now it's working or didn't it work a second ago? And now all of a sudden nothing works. Yeah. And what I thought was kind of cool, actually more than just kind of really cool was the idea that the forest was sentient was almost like a, 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 I don't know, a forced evolution, if you will. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, Shunak, he's the one that actually, who's the main one of the main bad guy, and I use that term loosely, uh, enhanced the forest's dominant genes, which ended up making it super aggressive and act or look like dragons when it's attacking. And it, it destroyed part of the earth or not the earth, but destroyed the moon and went towards the earth and attacked the earth. And that's where we're at today. Well, in the future, I can only, I can only assume that the way that they did things with the dominant gene was maybe it was a dominant growth gene or a dominant adaptation gene, because they were doing weird stuff in outer space with zero gravity. So, and yeah, they came down at looking like dragons looking like sentient dragons which i thought was quite interesting a nice i don't know if it was an artistic choice or if it was meant to insinuate that the farther you when you push plants to their their evolutionary extreme they result in sentient ideals i guess sentient things that can nuke apparently earth with plants yeah, you know, and absolutely have no issues or problems doing it. But also at the same time, create these uh, Zurids, I think is what they called them, beings. And, I thought they were Druids. Well, they said Zurids, I thought. Zurids. I mean. I watched the English version, unfortunately, so I could be mistaken. It could just be a bad translation. Um, one of the coolest things I thought about the whole thing was the fact that the forest almost seemed like it wanted to be symbiotic. Like it wanted to strike a balance because if you offered yourself up to the forest, it gave you supernaturally enhanced abilities. The problem is at the very end, you would essentially turn into a tree. Depending on how much of the forest's power you drew upon, which means you could become Superman at the cost of becoming a tree. Of becoming the super tree. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, which is something that happens to Agito's father. He's, he even comments saying that 
he used too much of the tree's power greedily and thus he became a tree or who he could not revert himself anymore but you had two other individuals as well aside from shunak who became enhanced was yolda and hajan which were basically two of the other founders for the city that agito is from and they're enhanced but they're perfectly fine because they didn't use the force power greedily or at all like there's there's only one instance where you see any actual i guess super powered use and the woman decides to be the mayor i guess of her city of her town of her i don't know what you want to call it neutral city is what they really named it indeed and you never i don't know can you enhance your your mental capacity would that be possible i didn't see anything that says you couldn't yeah well i know that they draw partially upon the forest in general uh so i know that they're able to have some kind of communication with it and have a symbiotic relationship with it i i would assume but also at the same time here's my other question Mm -hmm. does that mean you stop aging at that point that would be kind of crazy to think about but i it might be it might be the case because you don't really see people who are not physically fit take part in in the tree's power much to the contrary agito goes from this very little toned person agito goes from this this person with little tone definition before he makes an, an agreement to take the power of the forest to this completely ripped individual the physical peak of what his per- what his body can perform at. Uh, I would I would say even beyond that because no natural human body can withstand a cannon at point blank and go, "Oh, oh yeah." Take it to the face and not realize, yeah. Yeah, it's by by any stretch of the imagination, he gets flung off a cliff, lands face first on a rock, gets up, wipes off dust, goes, huh, that's pretty interesting, gets bombarded by rocks, and then karate chops a uh, tank in half, basically. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, solid gold. Great A writing right there, great A animation. Well, the animation was actually pretty good. Animation was great. The the premise behind the story was great really good i thought it was a really good premise for the story it was unique it was definitely never had been done before at least from what i had seen in terms of a post-apocalyptic future uh they also uh never really explained how or why the pods were there that atula was in so she was in this uh stay field pod is what they called it they'd never specified why all the other people died that were in that pod because you saw a whole bunch of other dead bodies in there yeah that was weird but you also don't know how many other pods there were in general well we do know that there was at least one other person from the past who woke up and i would argue that it's not an uncommon thing only because the mayor of that town was like are you from the past as well just like it was a normal thing to happen well, like every so often because uh, they had one other person that showed up, which was Shunak. He arrived five years earlier. That's the evidence that we have. I would argue that it actually happened before that in the mayor's lifetime, only because 
uh, well, the mayor even said, and Yolda is the mayor's name, even said that they had one other person that appeared from the past before five years prior. Okay, you, yeah, you kind of got me on that one. I was just thinking that I think that, what did you call her, Yolda? Yeah. So, so Yolda, um, I would argue that she's older than she looks. I do believe the aging process did stop because if she was one of the three original founders of that town, they did a lot of work in a very short amount of time, including having kids. And I, I imagine five years ago, when the first person woke up from the past, it was not a fledgling town or a city. And the kids obviously might have only been either super, super small children or not there yet, which leads me to assume it's at least one generation deep as far as time goes. Uh, no, I would say that it's been a few years and... Aguido's father used the power aggressively like they were saying. And the reason why I say this is because when Aguido is remembering a past where his father was there before he became enhanced, he was still a child and they hadn't started the city yet. Okay. I don't like that idea, but it makes a weird amount of sense. Which would be why that his father was the only one that became infected. A lot of work, exerted a lot of the forest's power, which caused him to become a tree in the end. Um, but I do agree that there are other people that have come back because when you look at Shunuk at his right arm, you see at least, I want to say, six other uh, collars on his arm. At minimum, yeah. And that's only the arm we can see. Now, it makes me kind of wonder... Did he take them off the corpses that were there? Because I could have sworn when we were looking, we saw collars around the dead bodies. I don't remember seeing them around all the dead bodies, but also not all of them have collars around the necks. You have you you apparently can have it around your wrist or your neck, or I get I would assume any other part of the body that you want. But that makes sense because uh, if you remember again, Tula was remembering her past, and her friend had a collar around her wrist. Speaking of stuff around the wrist, what was up with the design choice for having belts for bracelets? Uh, I don't question the powers that be, especially when it comes to the enhanced individual Aguido. When he wants to wear bracelets <laughs> and, and or have belts as bracelets, I let it ride, especially for his <laughs> necklace, too. So he's got a belt for his neck, yeah. a belt for each wrist. And that's just how he rolls wearing a, you know, that, tank top. that is the Broly. That, that is the Broly version because they're just holding back his power. It's just too immense, too, too powerful, too to much. Control. Yeah, because <laughs> if you'll notice, like maybe they did it to signify who he was when he turned into a tree, because in the climax of the movie, he is he basically purposefully turns himself into a tree to kill and or contain the other person from the past yeah and you know he turned into the tree because the tree has a bracelet it has a, a belt wrapped around a branch and you're like oh that's where his wrist was yeah exactly and at that point it, it, it really was a little i'm gonna say weird weird doesn't quite cut it but basically, he is told by the Force through 
being connected with the forest that he must guide humanity to a coexistence was it or uh, what did they say a codependency because they were saying that people come from the forest and the forest thrives when the people help and i can i guess i could see that because the druids that were there were kind of like hey we'll give you water in return for some unknown service you provide us because we haven't really shown that part or talked about it even yeah but so also going back to the forest what was up with that chick the 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 twin chicks it, it was weird the two that were one the two halves of a whole you know what I, I'm talking about? I would assume that they're probably the original life form that inhabited the Earth after they destroyed the moon and invaded Earth. And then they became one and then were birthed into two separate individuals at that point, too. Okay, better question then. Because they do reconstitute and recombine themselves into one person at the very end. Um, but given the fact that you say that they're this... You know, they're, they're birthed from the forest when the forest basically killed everybody. We're only in one part of the world right here. What happened to the worldwide devastation and the other points that they touched down? Because it wasn't just in like Japan that a forest grew. It was everywhere. So does that mean that everywhere across the world are these little forest things? Or do you report that? the forest is connected via a root system through the ground. So there's obviously more than one forest, but they're all connected. I would say that they're all connected like a symbiotic entity being together to the very end, enhancing mankind. So that way they are born from tree meat into life. Much like how uh, Agito was when he was born again from that tree. (laughs) giant oh god tree the, nut the, the tree was <laughs> the tree said hey i only need one body and because you sacrificed the bad guy i'll use him for nourishment here i'm gonna poop you out via a seed yes which i mean like if you look when they pan the tree back right when they pan back just before they run away you see three more giant pods on that tree seriously yeah so uh-huh. what you also see the tree it looks like it's on fire oh yeah well they're in a volcano because tula's father harnessed the power literal power of a volcano and you know the people of the future were like hey bro cool story but we're gonna shoot cannons at you to stop you just because we can because the the whole thing that helps destroy the forest or at least helps reset the earth's balance so that way we can go back to the way it was in the past was let's move this entire mountain this entire volcano put it on legs and have it walk across this land over to this area to where neutral city just happens to be next to this forest destroy the forest apparently the only forest in the world and that will make everything right and not only that You've got jet engines powering this thing, right? They look like airplane engines, turbines. Oh, yeah. And these bullets seem to just deflect off of these turbines? 
Why not? I mean, like after they're done, an entire wall arsenal of rockets just like pop out of the side of the mountain and shoot at them, not even destroying them all. I mean, like they have got to be the worst AI aimed rockets ever. Like, and they do next to no damage. It's like you destroyed like maybe a tenth of their fleet and you have an entire mountain of guns, of cannons aiming at them. How can you miss? Well, you know, fire beats wood. So, yeah, it makes perfect sense. Of course. Of course. (laughs) Oh, man. The plot fell apart for me right there when they're like, we're just going to move a mountain. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, what's what's even better? And this is the other part that I that really kind of gets me is uh, Tula takes takes her uh, talking device out, the Raybon out and when she takes it out it goes this is we're gonna help prevent anyone else from being able to get this so this is gonna be a self-destruct type situation it's like all right so they get out and they're already right next to the forest anyway and so the volcano is supposed to erupt but it then in the end it doesn't erupt it just shot some lava bombs out of the top and then said we're done cool well, technically, they blew out a side of the mountain to try to re re. I, I don't know. Um, they couldn't shoot, blow out. A, they didn't blow out a side. They 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 blew out a pimple. Hey, but you still enough enough. You got to squeeze all that all the all the magma out of it. You know. Yeah. I don't think you need so. a hole at the bottom of a barrel to drain the water. Just saying. So a hole at the bottom of the mountain to drain the magma out. I don't think so. Uh, no, not <laughs> even close. Oh man. It was yeah, and then then you have the Olympic level running this kid does. Hold on tight, I'm gonna outrun lava and gravity. Well, it's not even the Olympic level of running. He is the what the six million dollar man strives to be. Well, I think we basically covered everything we really can. I, I don't think there's too much for us to talk about. Oh, there actually is. There's one more thing I want to touch on. <laughs> and that right there sums up the movie is that it nope there's more there's more yeah why did she throw away the raven uh, i mean like obviously someone tried contacting her it would be of great assistance to those people in neutral city it would be of monumental assistance to all of them why would you not keep it not only did she throw away something that somebody was trying to contact her with she had a key that literally most doors any door she came across she could open with that key and obviously the there are facilities that still have power yes because it was you know they had a a force field door that she was able to open with her key you got a skeleton key to the world please let's throw that away yeah and that basically sums up the movie (laughs) yeah i have the key to the world i don't need this anymore (laughs) okay all right so on a scale of up to 10 sir how would you rate this you know judging by how we first started talking about it low threes but in all honesty i think it was a good movie it wasn't what i was expecting and it did let me down in the end well the end actually wasn't so bad the beginning the 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 beginning and middle kind of let me down it subverted my expectation and became extraordinarily predictable. Yeah. 
Um, so I'm going to, mm, I like even numbers. I'm going to go with eight. I was de- just debating on between seven and eight and yeah, eight. Okay. All right. I'm good with that. I'm going to go. I guess you're going to give it like a six or something. Actually, I was going to go with the six. So yeah, uh, <laughs> I got to go with the six. It was a good story. It was a good movie. The animation was clean. I just, I was hoping for so much more from it. I mean, like I got more than what I was originally expecting from it, but at the same time, I was expecting for so much more to happen. And I was just severely let down. Unfortunately. Well, these things happen. I think that next time you tell me that the producers are in there, I'm going to be a little more excited because this, this does show promise. How old is the movie? Do we know? Yeah, yeah, I uh, said it at the beginning. It came out in 2006, so it's about 14 years old. Oh. Mm-hmm. That, that makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't give me much hope. I was like, oh, they'll have they'll, they'll be able to go forward and do better stuff. No, no, I would have heard about better stuff by now. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sure better <laughs> stuff has come out by now. This, I'm pretty sure this was swept under the rug, and they're like, yeah, no. That was a mistake. We know. I'm sorry. You know, um, I, I don't mean to add. Actually, I do mean to add because I'm saying it now, obviously. Uh, this reminded me of an anime that you and I watched a long time ago. Um, not together, of course, not before we, we decided to review. Um, I want to say it was Evangelion. Evangelion? Reminded me no, Evangelion. not even close. Yeah. No, not but, even. Like the, the premise, no? Because no. they live behind a wall. Really? No, no, no. no. Not even close. Maybe I'm not thinking the right one then. Uh, we'll have to review you. that. <laughs> Across the country, not possible. I can make things possible. <laughs> <laughs> Teleportation. I built it to smack you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, the one thing, a couple interesting things about Evangelion is you have Evangelion, and then you have Evangelion 2.0. Which there, it's basically the same thing as the first one, except some subtle changes. And there's a whole, whole story and theory, and God, hours of your life will be consumed by it. Hours, hours. Oh, sounds worthwhile. We might come across that for like what the year anniversary, two year Maybe. anniversary, we'll three, see. four, five. <laughs> Depending on how many hours it takes, yeah, six, something <laughs> like that. 45 years old you remember when yeah all right all right um that's all the time that we have for today but before we go how about you tell us your choice for next week sir yeah next week i'm gonna choose cheating craft um it's it's a little shorter in the the episode length but i think um i think it'll be worthwhile all right sounds good to me uh if you enjoyed uh, this week's uh, choice or if you've seen next week's choice or any of the previous choices or if you have a recommendation on what you feel like we should watch, go ahead and reach out to us. You could reach out to us on our Discord. Link for that is going to be in the show notes. Or you can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter. You can hit us up via email or anywhere else you really can find us. Be Feel free to reach out to us. Be happy to hear from you. Until next time, I'm Jack. And I'm Rick, and we'll see you later. Even on a budget, 
Quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.